Hey, Hannah, it's me, Brett, and you're Hannah. Did you know that? Nope. And hey, no idea. You, welcome. This is us, you know, your favorite people from that show After Dark Ride that you're about to listen to totally, right? Right? I mean, I'm their favorite people. Hey, we're interrupting what's likely ourselves to announce a contest. Right, Hannah? A contest? That's right. We love Pokemon, and we think you do too. In the spirit of captured mandatory friendship, we're giving away digital copies of Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Holy shit, we are? Oh my gosh, why'd you cuss in the ad? And there's more we... than one way to enter! To enter are we not chance, allowed to do that? To win a digital code of Brilliant Diamond for Nintendo Switch, just follow our Twitter account at AfterDarkRye and our Instagram at InstaPodDog. If you'd like to enter for a chance to win a digital copy of Shining Pearl, all you have to do is join our Discord. Links for which is probably in the description of this very podcast or video. If you're already a member and follow our socials, you're entered for both already. Or you can just go for one if you already plan to buy the other. The choice, unlike our partner, partner Pokemon, are yours. Is yours? Anna, what is the English language? I don't have no idea. Are, I don't am, am I allowed to enter? No, you're not. Family members and hosts of After Dark Rye are not allowed to enter. So sorry, <laughs> Hannah. Sorry, Gracie. Sorry, sorry Jasmine. Mom. Sorry, Mom. Contest runs until November 18th. If you want a copy of Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, follow our socials and join the Discord today. Join the Discord today. And you know, after you join a contest, Darkrai will come and punch you in the face. Why would anybody join that contest? <laughs> A.K.A. Breaker. That one there is Rice. What's up, buddy? Hey, man. How's it going? Good. How's it going? Oh, I exist for technology to torture and punish me (laughs) relentlessly. Why? Why these things choose to hurt me? I'll never know. But uh, so... It was me and Rahe's and Shedinja, and we were traveling in our van, cross-country, attempting to put together all the fragments of our shattered lives at the nubby, nubby hands of Charmander and his corrupted captains. That's when we came across uh, Gracie at a roadside attraction. Um, She was serving dogs most haunted. Haunted dogs! There were none. 
You know that, Randy? Not at all. That's in order to regain her loyalty, uh, she told me that I had to defeat Randy in a uh, wiener eating contest. Um, <laughs> I gobbled down so much sausage that they put the common pig on the endangered list. And you know what? Do you know what Randy did? Do you? Randy, do you know what you did? What I do? No, you tell me. <laughs> uh, I, I brought you more. You brought me more wieners, more. and that's right. We whisked you, you away into more. the van. Uh, black bag on your head and all. Anyway, the moral of the story is uh, never challenge a Chicagoan to a wiener slurping contest. Hey, folks. <laughs> oh, what a, sh- what a day. What a show. What a, what a time to be alive. Um, you know, life is pain, yet I still scream microscopically or whatever memes you so choose to portray existential dread. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, naturally, you can tell I'm using a camera circa 1996. Uh, it's a Panasonic camcorder, possibly used to record the Blair Witch, uh, killing all those kids in the woods. Um, you can, I mean, at any moment, the girl from the ring could pop up behind me and drag me away into, <laughs> yeah, that's a TV. There's a TV behind me. Yeah, she's, she's a coming. That's uh, what it is. Uh, eagle-eyed viewers may notice this is not my normal habitat. Uh, this, uh, again, I'm at my parents, and this is my father's office. It has changed a little bit since his retirement. Congratulations, Dan, on retiring. Um, but also, as is customary, I brought my own equipment to record with, forgot the charging cable for the computer, naturally. So mom's like, you can use mine. I'm like, no problem. Well, of course, MacBook in, in an Apple, I should say, uh, in a constant effort to be to on the cutting edge of irrelevant decided like hey we don't put things like cd drives which i don't need but they don't do that anymore they don't put you standard usb ports or headphone jacks in their devices anymore so like my equipment it might as well just be garbage just like an apple macbook um <laughs> i'm using my mother's airpods in my ears which is disgusting to me no, no offense mom by the way hi mom um hi mom like, I don't want other people's things that have been in their ears also in my ears. It's grody. I don't like it. But this is what I'm this is what I'm relegated to. This is what I'm forced to do for the entertainment uh, sh- uh, for for you, dear listener. And uh, my torture is your uh, enjoyment, I guess. So what have you been up to, right? <laughs> uh, just finished what we're about to talk about like an hour before this so well, you're fresh it was really good yeah yeah i enjoyed it you you might have heard at the beginning there um we are the voice of the jungle uh lift up your voices za rude baby um no one's more rude than us um again my name's brett that one's randy gracie was supposed to be here and she might show up yet still um We'll see if she pops in. Cool. If not, no worries. But yeah, let's get let's just dive into it. I promised you all a show on Pokemon Secret of the Jungle live on Netflix. 
And that's what we're going to talk about. Randy, initial impressions. Go. Hold nothing back, Mr. Ebert. <laughs> it was good. It was, it, was, it was really good. I have not watched a uh, Pokemon animated feature in a really long time since, what was the Lugia and the Birds 2000? I don't have a list of all the Pokemon animes in front of me, but yeah, I mean, I would say that's probably around there somewhere. Early 2000s, uh, it sounds right. It was good. Maybe uh, late 90s, maybe late 90s, but I'd probably, it, probably early 2000s. It was good. Um, the, all the jungle Pokemon, uh, the relationship between Zarud and Coco. Um, of course, Ash. It was a different bit of a uh, uh, different, I don't know how to word this. Uh, Team Rocket was just like a side thing. Yeah, Team Rocket uh, was like a they side were thing there because they have to be in all Pokemon anime forever. They signed yeah. contracts. Their immortal I, animated souls have to forever appear on Pokemon anime. Anything. I thought it was refreshing for them to actually do like a good thing towards the end. So uh, you know, yeah, Team Rocket was just like eh, we're good guys for for now. Yeah. Yeah, um, I um I, I loved uh the end. I thought the animation was really good. Again, I don't have like a a bar to compare this to for the other movies, you know, and other animated features. But I thought it was really good. Um, I agree with you. I think the animation was good, rock solid. My criticisms of this movie have nothing to do with the special effects, the animation. Um, I thought the voice acting was good. I yeah, I, th- I think like the actors did whatever they shoved in front of them it's fine um yeah um i've been so out of it with the animated stuff that the voices are so much different since the last time i watched with like especially i noticed it with team rocket mm -hmm. jesse james meowth they all sounded different i'm like why i was like oh well i guess it's probably been 20 years it's gonna change yeah, voice actors went, that happened a long time ago they actually changed a lot of the voice actors probably more gosh, more so it was a long time ago when that more happened. so james than jesse it was way more noticeable to me i was like whoa this is a different like almost a different accent it took me a minute to adjust to it you probably sound different between age 20 and age 30 Randy. <laughs> um but and, yeah and, I, and Give it to James. He looks great for a guy that's pushing fifty now at this point. Oh yeah, he does. There was um, there was at least probably five to ten Pokemon that I didn't recognize. So really? you know, I'm just not. I'm well. You know, we talked about it. With, right. You know, I'm learning all of this through Go. Um, sure, sure. The thing that kind of looked like a Torterra that got loose in the town. The Torterra uh, they got loose in the town. It's it's not a Torterra. It's it's uh, it, it looked like one. Thing. Yeah, and it had like a gold nose thing or something. A it got loose. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah, that's from that's from Gen Eight. Yeah, Gal- yeah Galar. Um, the bird that uh, pelican thing that Pikachu got Cram stuck in it. twice. Yeah. Yeah. Same that one Cram I didn't reckon. That one I didn't recognize. Um, when the thing got loose, going back to the last one, and the, there was a girl holding like a small Pokemon. It was very tiny. It was like black, and maybe a little red. Black and maybe. She said, "Thank you for getting saved." That thing I didn't recognize oh, it at all. Oh, I, 
I don't know what you're talking about. They look, I mean, it was like it was related like the, to uh, another like an animal or something. It was like the size of like a puppy, like a two month old puppy. But it was, like, was it a puppy? Was it no, a dog? No. No. Was no, it no, a no. squirrel? Was it a rodent? Was it a plant? Mm, <laughs> no. Pokemon can be anything. Uh, yeah, that's true. It looked like a small furry creature. You're not helping me, Randy. <laughs> uh, somewhere me maybe something all. between a cat and uh, was it not Litton? a cat. I don't know. See, I don't know what it is. Okay, hang on a second. Was it? Yeah, when was uh, it Coco's. Was it this? Mm-mm. No. No, no. Okay, well, that's Linton. Um... There is something else in, that was in the woods. Um, was it like a bird? It, there was something else in the woods that had that same color texture, but it looked like uh, kind of like a fur frow, but it was like black and red. Maybe not like a fur frow. That's a, maybe it's a bad comparison. It just kind of had like a horse looking feature. That was something else I didn't recognize either. It was um, it was pulling something at the end when they were rebuilding the jungle. Oh my god, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so yeah, there is a couple. Um, like when Coco stops the whatever it's called, the draconian thing, whatever. Mm. <laughs> uh, that's Damn. that's when the woman holding the small one turns around, and I don't, I didn't, couldn't recognize it at all. I'm like, that's something new. So that that was interesting, kind of learning them on the fly. Well, what, write in if you know what the hell Randy's talking about. Write in, please, because <laughs> I I have no idea what the fuck he's talking about. Uh, yeah. So the movie it it starts off with the Zarud song that we listened to at the top of the show. And it, they're, they're billed as like protectors of the jungle, yet what they do is they're rowdy ape Pokemon that just scare other Pokemon and steal their food. Yeah. Like they're pricks. Yeah. They're, they're all assholes. That's basically, that's Zarude laws. And what's funny is throughout this entire movie, they all talk. They all have human voices. But the people, the trainers, understand it as <laughs> we, the audience, get to hear them speak in perfect English, like yeah. Coco, you violated Sarud law. This is unacceptable. You're hereby banished for go go jump off a cliff, you little prick. Um, <laughs> ultimately, though, this is telling the Pokemon equivalent of Tarzan. That's what this yes. is, 100%. Yes. A little baby boy is found in the woods by a Zarud. Um, in order to raise the baby as his own, he's forced to leave the rest of the troop, and the boy grows up thinking it's a Pokemon, um, speaking the language of the Zarude. So we hear it speaking English, but when it's when it later meets this is Coco, by the way, and when it, he later meets Ash, he's just like, ooh, 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 ooh. you know, yeah, yeah, um, and. <laughs> So has has this? Sorry to interrupt. Has this been like touched before, like um, a human in the Pokemon world, like speaking Not Pokemon? Really. Like I guess the closest thing we've had is in I think it was the Power of Us. Pikachu, like, is almost dead. 
And like Ash is like, why? And then we hear Pikachu say, because I love you. And like, oh what? Oh my gosh. So Pikachu like talks for like a second. Um, I, I guess, you know, Meowth is, is fully capable of speaking yeah. as well. But we've never had it to where humans were speaking Pokemon. We've had it where like the humans can understand them, generally speaking, but not like can full on conversations the way Coco as with his Dada and the others are rude. Um, and uh, sorry to bounce around, but like towards you know the final uh, section of the climax, whatever, where uh, Dada Zaru gets healed. Now, are we to believe that that was Coco's? Oh no, no, oh, we'll get there. Let's, let's just we'll <laughs> slow up. We'll get there. This is way toward way towards the end there. Um, so yeah, this is retelling Tarzan. Um, of course, there's also it's retelling Tarzan, but I also want to say they definitely threw in Avatar, not the last airbender, that'd be cool, but they threw in Avatar of Pandora, James Cameron. Like, there's a big tree of life that's where all the Zarud live, yeah. and there's like this corporation, but instead of looking for unobtainium, they're looking for the source of power that rejuven like rejuvenates because. The, the tree of life is exuding this water and the water itself has healing properties, but it's not the water. It's whatever's inside the tree. And yeah. um, the company will do anything in their power in order to retrieve it, including destroying the jungle uh, and the tree itself. So um, really good job at vilifying science and and naturalists like uh, they did a real good job of discrediting them as evil horrible monsters that care only about their own progress and not about the things they study it'd be kind of like say you're a paleontologist and you find like a sweet like tyrannosaurus skull or maybe it's like a brand new like tyrannosaurus sorted skull like brand new species and you're like wow this skull is awesome. Look at this. And then you smash it over some concrete and just completely destroy it. <laughs> That's like what these scientists were doing. They're like, we need this for our research. Shoot it with a rocket launcher, motherfucker. And <laughs> flamethrowers and shit. Like it was fucking, it was straight up Pandora. Yeah. Um, and Coco rallies the Pokemon to fight against the machines. And then one guy's got like, He's even the bad guy. What's his name? I got it here. Hang on a second. Uh, the professor? Yeah. Was he a professor? Uh, scientist, professor. Um, oh, Zed? Was it Zed? Yeah. Zed, some what is he? Um, I literally wrote here, uh, animation is dope. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. I did like it. Um... I need to point out real quick, Zarude, I, I think it was kind of neat that they traverse around like Spider-Man. Like they use their yeah. vines around their wrists and to whip around. I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah, it was. Which Coco says, I wonder when my vines are going to come in because he's just got like ropes tied around or yeah. his his wrist or whatever. And you're like, oh, baby boy, you're, you're a human. <laughs> you, can't, you can't do Pokemon things. You're a human. Stay in your lane. But he didn't know that. Um, a lot of Drawfee would say rude apes. Tree of life, uh, blah, blah, blah. Zed says, so Zed, never trust a man with a rat tail. If you see a man <laughs> in the modern day with a rat tail, 
He's either fresh off a time machine from the 1970s or early 1980s, and that's okay. But you need to inform that man that he needs to chop that fucking rat tail off. If he's from today, if you walk down the street and you see a man from today with a rat tail, you ask him if he's fresh off a time machine. If he says no, you kick him in the balls and you cut his rat tail off. It's for his own good. Never trust anybody with a rat tail. I wouldn't even know what to do if I saw a woman with a rat tail. Can you imagine? Just wrong. Have you ever seen a woman with a mullet? It's you're shocked. Yeah, it's shocking. Uh, I've never seen one with a rat tail, but I can only imagine that my first um, inclination would be to just immediately kill myself, jump off the highest ledge possible, um, just press delete on life in general. Um, they also they shoehorn um, Celebi in this movie for some reason like the village of humans nearby the jungle celebrates Celebi, Celebi as their gar, uh, guardian for some festival reason but, but Celebi's been gone for a long time uh, hint hint wink wink maybe we'll see her again later um, yeah. but in no way that affects the story whatsoever no none whatsoever just a teaser Celebi has nothing to do with this movie other than they're like, oh, hey, wouldn't it be cool to see a shiny Celebi in a movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and that's all we get out of it. Like at the end, when shiny Celebi shows up, it's just like, like a wink to the audience, like, hey, here I am. I didn't do shit. Yeah, it's it's funny. I thought it might be shiny based off of last year's jungle event when we got shiny Celebi, like in the game, you know going off of Go's event last year. It was like a super easy rocket event that was based around getting Shiny Celebi. And then Shiny Celebi shows up in this jungle movie, you know, it's just a nice little coincidence, yeah. I guess. It, yeah, and I guess it also uh, raises the question because I always thought there was only one Celebi in like the anime, um, but a Shiny Celebi implies that there's a population of them. But yeah. I don't know. Now, I know some mythicals and legendaries, they're a species, like Zarud's a mythical, but there's a lot of them. Yes. Um, funny enough, though, now that I think about it, they're all male. There's no female Zarud. Did you notice that? Yeah, I did not hear, like, any yeah. female voice. Do, do you think maybe they were just using a lot of ditto? You okay, bud? You okay? Hey, got him. <laughs> Got him. Um, Gen is Genesec the same way? Well, I mean, it has all the different drives, but they're Genesec like used to be a species and was resurrected like fossils usually are. However, it was resurrected and then experimented on a la Mewtwo to become a weapon. That's mm. so that's what like Genesec is. So there shouldn't okay. be more than one of them running around lore wise, but. Okay. Pokemon, Go, Pokemon Go treats it like there's a billion of them all the time. <laughs> Pokemon Go does not treat mythicals like mythicals and legendaries like legendaries because Darkrai is a mythical and is just treated like any old normal legendary. Yeah, yeah. They, there's only a handful like Celebi and Mew that they treat. You get one yeah. or two and that's it. You got to be a cutesy mythical to be like, you know, Go Fest worthy status, apparently. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Victini, Jirachi. Shaman will be one that we'll get someday. We just had yeah. Meloetta. Anyway, back to the movie. Um, 
So Jesse and James. Oh, I'm sorry. Skipping ahead. So Coco is there's some conflict at home, blah, blah, blah. He's swinging around and he clangs into like a big pipeline, very topical, um, and runs into Ash for the first time. Uh, he's never seen a human before. He's freaking the fuck out. Oh my God, Randy, you're reaching for me. What is happening? Um, you're, you're taking me away into the darkness. Am I about to watch a snuff film? What's happening? <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh no, it's okay. Is there snow on the but, ground? Uh, no, just leaves. But, oh, okay. Uh, it's hard to say. End, end of the night puppet routine. God, I thought, I thought like a puppet was going to show up on the screen and <laughs> tell me if I want to see you again to dig a key out of my, from behind my eyeball or something. Um, anyway. Uh, so Coco's having a panic attack, and Ash's response, of course, is, you are awesome! And, you know, he runs away. Eventually, the two become friends. Ash teaches him about being human. And hijinks ensue. Of course, Coco takes Ash, and they meet Dada. Dada Zarud. Big old daddy Zarud. And he's like, I'm a human, aren't I? And Zarud's like, oh, Coco, or not Coco, Daddy Zarude leads Coco to a abandoned facility where he found the ba- near where he found the baby and found a picture. And of course, his real human parents had died in a car accident. Uh, just putting the thing. You okay, bud? You disa- you're disappearing on me. Okay. No, I'm okay. I'm still here. I'm listening. Okay. So um, naturally. Due to all these hijinks and, and, and Coco, the scientist organization realized that Coco has some sort of necklace that his parents gave him before he's born. I don't know, some bullshit. And they're like, oh, you're the dead scientist, long lost child. We thought you, you're the key to finding our magic tree. And they follow him into the woods with their robots and start destroying everything. And it's revealed that Zed, Mr. Rattail, 2021, uh, is a bad guy. Uh, the parents had decided to stop searching for the tree because they knew that, that taking it would kill the jungle or whatever. Also, you don't destroy the environment you're studying anyway, so good sciencing. Uh, he couldn't handle that and killed them in a car chase, no less. And um, Yeah, the Zarud and Coco rally the Pokemon in the jungle, including the other Zarud. The other Zarud learn that they don't need to be so xenophobic and and learn to share stuff and whatever the fuck. Everybody's happy-go-lucky friends now. But during the battle, Daddy Zarud is injured and laying in the stream about to die. And... um, Coco calls upon the power to do Zarud's uh, signature move. What was it called? Uh, something with the life in the trees, but I don't remember yeah, what it was it's called. It's some kind of like HP restoring move where Zarud summons like this green energy from the jungle and imbues it onto a Pokemon or whatever. We saw Zarud do it earlier in the with- movie. With the rufflet. With the rufflet, yeah, that Coco found. That was hurt. Um, 
So Danny Zarud's dying, and Coco somehow does this Pokemon move and saves his data by doing a Pokemon move. Like, to me, that's super problematic for this universe. You laid out a few rules for me in this universe. There are humans, there are Pokemon. You don't go into the tall grass without one. Pokemon fight for their trainers. You collect badges. You're not allowed to be home past the age of 10. Your mom bangs the professor. These are rules <laughs> that we all know happens. Yeah. Um, one yeah, of them is that, that, like, Pokemon don't fight humans. Like, humans might get blown up. Like, as we see with Team Rocket, they might get blown up or burned or electrocuted every once in a while. But humans don't use Pokemon moves. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> but now they do. Coco uses a Pokemon move. And I don't mean, like skull bash or bite or anything like that he uses a full-on secret of the jungle move and and that to me destroyed uh the rules like it was like why yeah it it threw me off i'm like so this is him doing this you know i i had to stare at it for a minute it's like oh wow you so so basically blur the line between human and pokemon i guess you could have caught coco at a pokeball if that's what that is. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I guess I could fill a pen with poison and then stab somebody with it and say, I used poison sting. It's super effective. <laughs> you know, I could, you know, light a propane tank and, and throw it at someone and say, I use self-destruct. And <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Team Rocket, meanwhile, is uh, infiltrating the... Uh, science organization whatever the fuck it was called um two reasons here some long-winded way of capturing pikachu and also they're trying to steal information or whatever juicy gossip they can get from this science people for for no reason other than that they saw a commercial or something on the science they're like oh this town has this fancy science company we should infiltrate it and steal all their secrets yeah um, they they chalk it up to mostly shenanigans <laughs> yeah the, so they they come up with some way to get into the main dude's room because someone said don't go in his room he doesn't like it when people are in his room which who does right so they're like yeah. oh there must be something really good in there we gotta get in there do they ever get in there i don't think they do do they they might yeah no they 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 do at the end and that's how that's how uh, they found the incriminating evidence yeah yeah, I, yeah. I, that he you know he ran ran the parents off the road yeah um so it was like a randy five second clip you beat somebody to death with a shovel you 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 dig a ditch with the shovel you bury them you pat the dirt on top of their cold dead lifeless buried body and then you take that shovel and you put it over your mantle place and just say don't go in there don't go in there no dispose of the evidence what are you doing my guy yeah yeah never trust a man with a rat tail he doesn't know what he's doing don't make him in charge of don't make him a leader of people or anything like that um so yeah team rocket essentially is responsible for getting getting the evidence out there um, the other scientists are like, oh, wow, this guy's a bad guy. Maybe we shouldn't be doing this. They all back off. Eventually, he's defeated. And um, we get some heartfelt scenes of acceptance for Coco from all the Zarud. 
Um, we get him saying that he wants to go on his journey the way Ash has gone on his. And we get to see a heartfelt moment of goodbye between Dada and, and Coco. Um, and um, then we get a shoehorned shiny Celebi that's just like, woohoo! <laughs> and and that's the gist of the movie. So overall, uh, score out of one out of ten. What what do you give this, Rainy? Um, I would say like a seven. I I would oh. I would maybe like a six or a seven somewhere in that range. Like having no context again of like watching anything outside of Detective Pikachu, well, which doesn't doesn't yeah, count. Well, none but, of the movies are. Even if they're canon, they don't have like you don't need to watch the first movie to understand the twelfth movie, or like you know I mean? keeping up or keeping up with the anime, the recent anime. Yeah, you, know? you didn't. You so, don't need to watch Sun and Moon or X and Y to understand what's happening here. Yeah, like, yeah. You need to know it's who pretty, Ash is and Pikachu are. And that's it. Ash. It's, it's pretty straightforward in that fact. But yeah, as you bring up, they break some rules and kind of you know yeah. throw Team Rocket in there. They and throw them in Ash? there. Pikachu, Team Rocket, these are all characters that didn't even need to be in this movie. Yeah, that's true. That's very like, true. They were literally like Tarzan and Avatar, let's go, Pokemon movie. Yeah. They yeah. could have just they... as easily scrapped that and made a movie about Ash and Team Rocket that <laughs> was in the jungle. And like they could have, but they just mishmashed them both together. So um, so you gave it a six or, or seven, very flip floppy there. Um, yeah. Yeah, they yeah, use Ash this. as the human element part for Coco. I, you can make that defense, right. but sure, yeah. he's Ash is his Jane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, like on that, that on your little one through ten scale, is is that about six point five? Normal is that is that splitting the difference? Is yeah, I'll go split the movie, Is it a normal movie scale or a Pokemon movie scale? Um, Pokemon slash animated like cartoon movie. Okay, so if you, so you're not gonna stack this up to like Avengers. No, 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 no. And I would, I would, I would view this and kind of gear it towards, or feel that it's geared towards. I don't know, thirteen and under. So there's that aspect too. Well, it's all ages. How dare you? We can all find enjoyment in this movie. (laughs) for sure Look, adults play the game the most but i'm just saying for, for the movie itself um, i think i would give it oh i'll give it a 5.5 on a normal movie scale and i think that's fair because it's not a bad movie but it's not good it doesn't do anything particularly special we're not breaking any molds here but what it does do good is nobody is nobody is annoying like i did not i did not like watch a scene and be like i wish i hadn't seen that like i'm like i was either okay to extra okay um mostly it's a fun all ages movie with some really good animation you can watch it with your kids if you so have them um, <laughs> yeah, it's family friendly. The only thing I really rolled my eyes at was the kid using the Pokemon move. I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah, and this again, is not allowed. He should be dead. Dad as a rude with the Piccolo cape should be dead. 
Yeah. And again, that caught my attention too. And it threw me off. And, and I was like, well, this is different. And that's why I asked you that in the beginning of the pod is like, is, has this ever been touched before in the series? Not you know? that I'm aware of. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. You got any other uh, thoughts on it that you'd like to share? Uh, this is root part was cool. The, the jungle Pokemon were cool. Trying to figure out some new ones. Um, I wish, yeah, I wish I could figure out what the hell you were talking about. <laughs> if you go I back no and watch idea. it and, and pause it, you know, when they're in the town and they stop. Well, the, I'm not going to do that right now. No, 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 no. I know. You can message me. Was it a Zora? Um, they're black and red. Maybe. It's, it's like I said, it's this thing. No, it definitely wasn't that. No, okay. Hmm. Was it like a bird? No. Hmm. And then the top of its head was like round, over, overly round. It didn't like really. And again, she was holding it like again the size of like a puppy. Ah. Like a a two month or not a two month, like a two week old puppy. Did, did you did, would you say it's like lizard like would you say that mm, no no oh it looked like God. it was fur and it was like black and maybe a tint of red like maybe the i think maybe the eyes are red can't remember oh my god you're gonna drive me crazy this is not good podcasting right now <laughs> i'm just googling fucking pokemon and trying to figure it out searching black pokemon is not recommended i'll tell you that much did you see a ghost? Is that what you saw? It could have been. That's what it sounds like. I mean, there was, like I said, there was a human holding it. So I don't know how ghost rules work with Pokemon and anime. Can they, you know, can you hug a Gengar? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're cor- they can become corporeal because that's how they lick you. Oh, gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah, because they, they can interact with people. Presumably, it will. Hmm. Um, I'm I'm actually looking for like a list of featured Pokemon in this fucking movie. Oh, we got like a nice we. Well, not I don't know if it was nice, but all those Pokemon fighting in the jungle. Did we lose you? I think we lost you. Oh well, it's not important. It's not that important. If you know what the hell he's talking about, please let me know. But that is going to be the show, I think. Gracie, we're so sorry we missed you. We'll get your your impressions on the movie next time you're on the show. Folks, you can look forward. Let me see. Check the calendar real quick here. Our, Our contest for copies of Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl is coming to a close on the 19th. So if you're listening and you're not already entered, get to it. It's super easy. All you got to do is join the Discord for uh, Diamond and follow us on Instagram and Twitter for Pearl. If you're doing those things, you're signed up for both or you can choose one or the other. It doesn't matter. Up to you. Um, but contest is going to be over in the, on the 19th, which is when Friday the 19th, which is when the games drop. When that happens, I'm going to pick random winners, one for each, and get into contact with you. 
So make sure you're you're entered for that. Also, um, Jawsbreakers, the scary funny shark movie show, is coming back December December twenty sixth, the Sunday after Christmas. 7 p.m. Eastern, we'll be watching a little movie called 47 Meters Down as the start of season three. We'll be doing that with our other sister blister, Savannah, um, her husband, Jacob. So it's a family affair. Um, and we'll also be joined by the collective Cisco, a.k.a. Clayton, on Twitch. So that'll be a lot of fun. Um, and we'll be watching 47 Meters Down on our Discord. So you don't need an Amazon Prime membership to watch. Uh, you don't have to worry about our region specificity. Um, you don't need a Twitch account, any of that stuff. Just be a member of our Discord and you can just pop down into one of the uh, voice channels and watch the movie along with us. It's going to be a blast. And we'll be giving away copies of 47 Meters Down on Blu-ray DVD combo packs, baby. So all you got to do, again, is watch a movie with us and you could win. So if you're in the Discord, you're all set, baby. And be on the lookout for an announcement for our contest for Legends Arceus. We are going to be giving away digital code for that as well. Um, but, well, details on that will come after we Pearl and Diamond come out. Um, what, what else you can expect? You can expect to hear from Andrea again within the next few weeks. We're going to bring her on. She's our resonance Pokemon Snap expert. She wants to talk about that. Um, Thanksgiving's coming up. Me and Hannah got a sweet, sweet... Uh, Oreo Thanksgiving Day special for y'all. And during the month of December and perhaps beyond, you will get an episode of this show every single week. What? Are you kidding me? And don't forget that a little thing called a fireside chat and the Pokemon After Dark Rye Awards 2021 are incoming, baby. So it's really exciting. We got a lot of awesome episodes coming up. Can't wait for y'all to hear him. Don't forget to leave us a rating and review. My name is Brett Gorian, a.k.a. Breaker. You can follow me on Twitch at Breaker Streams. I've been made to point to stream at least once a week. Um, uh, follow us on Twitter at AfterDarkRye and Instagram at InstapodDog. And Discord is in the description of this episode below. And as always, thank you so much for listening. I love you, and I'm in love with you. And after... You watch a Pokemon movie. Darkrai will come and say, hey, baby, that's groovy. Huh? Huh? It's pretty good, right? show that we do perpetually abandoned forever
Bye. This show is brought to you by Poddog, the one-stop shop for all your Pokemon after Dark Ride, Jaws Breakers, the Scary Funny Shark Movie Show, Breaker Streams, and Meteor Doll Twitch Stream Needs. Follow us at Instapoddog on Instagram and VPoddog on Twitter to stay up to date on new show releases, new merch drops, and more. Poddog, because we needed to organize all this stuff somehow.